welcome to the CCM podcast for March 2019. I'm Dr. Mark Vaughn of Auburn Medical Group and I'm Ian of Auburn Medical Group. That's kind of neat that we both work at the same place and we're on the same podcast. It's yeah, funny not how a it works that at way. all. Yeah. So this is uh, people have listened to probably some of our podcasts if they've made it this far, and listening to this one, this is our fourth one. That's pretty impressive. I, I bet you didn't quite think it was fourth already, but it is. So uh, time to review some February numbers. All right. Well, our numbers have been looking pretty good over February. I believe you said we did more than we did in January, um, only by a couple, but that's still pretty good considering February was only 20 days. It looks like it was 160 in January and 164 in February. We're hoping for more. That's approximately 50%, not quite, but I, I did look through and everybody either got called or didn't want to be called. There was something documented on... Actually, there may not have been on every single one, like some that I signed up for CCM just that last week. We may have not gotten them. But apart from that, everybody at least got called. So it's 100% coverage on an attempt made. That's true. That's yeah. pretty good. And so that's 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 like a bare minimum that we want to hit. And then uh, about 50% actually completing CCM. If we had more time in the month, I would guess we could have called back some of those and raised up the percentage a little bit. Well, we're hoping for it for March, of course. And then now the good stuff, RPM. We now have 16 patients with cardio arm cuffs at home. 16 patients. That's impressive. 16. So we did have one patient have a, a defective unit or, or one that had broken somehow, or who knows, maybe they dropped it and didn't tell us, but they brought it in. I tried uh, changing out the batteries and never got that little green light that flashes. Have you seen the green light? I've seen it, yeah. The little green light and that little pinhole on the top or bottom of the of the unit. And even stuck in a paper clip and I couldn't see any green light flash with new batteries. So I, I called uh, Cardio and they were absolutely wonderful. They said, you don't even have to send it back. Just me calling them. They're sending me a new one. Actually, it's already arrived. We already have it. We're ready to give out this next one. So I just I just simply switched it out. I gave the patient one of our new ones, took the one they have, which we now have that as the display model over on that table where we take vitals so patients can see it. I made a little ad for it. Maybe I'll put the picture of the unit with the ad in uh, as the picture for this episode so people can see. Uh, we have, okay, we've been paid for setting up patients, the code for the 20 minutes setting up. We are billing for February for two patients for the lease for the equipment and for the monitoring of it out of those 16. There's only two that we actually had for a full month at that point. And we're actually billing for four. What are we doing billing for four? Oh, oh okay. I, it's, it's because the lease is done by 30 days, but the monitoring is done by calendar month. And we got 20 minutes of monitoring of two of those patients. So we're doing the billing for the monitoring uh, on just two of them because it's not a full 30 days yet for the the lease on the device. And that was a decision our office made to uh, wait until the end of the 30 days or the end of the calendar month to bill rather than doing it at the start, which I guess somebody could interpret Medicare rules to do that, but we're, we're doing it in the more conservative way and not being overly aggressive. We don't want to get audited or anything like that. It's good to play it safe with stuff yeah. like that. And we still in, you know, like on this podcast, we're, we're telling people 
We're not attorneys. Uh, as far as we know, Medicare hasn't even put out the final official <laughs> rules explaining how to do this, but the codes are there and we got paid for the first one, you know, for the setup. So we're going all out for it because uh, it looks like patients are benefiting from it. And that's the goal for patients to be getting their blood pressure monitored and therefore to decrease the incidence of heart attack and stroke in our practices. So, hey, we're doing it. We encourage other people to try it too. We had some things come up. Let's see, what else did we learn? Uh, oh, oh, the Android app. Have you ever seen somebody try to put in their birth date on an Android app when they're 70 years old? You told me about it and you told me it's not a pleasant experience. <laughs> it, it, they, I, I had a couple of patients do it by swiping on the calendar month by month by month. We found out though, another patient showed me, if you just tap on the year, you know, where it says 1980, whatever, or 2019, if you touch that, then you can move it a year at a time. Still, you're hitting it at least 65 times, 70 times, yeah. or whatever, but it's less than a thousand. So that's an improvement. And that's on the Android apps. We've experienced that. Okay. Moving back to where we were here. Uh, so the dates and then an iPad mini, were you there for the iPad mini? No. Oh my goodness. So the, the iPad, you know how you swipe things with yeah. your finger up and down? Well, there was a field that you had to mark uh, for the patient to register to mark that they've read the terms and conditions, but you can't see it on the screen because you can't scroll. It won't let you scroll at all on an iPad mini. So we tried and tried and tried. So what I eventually had to do was log out of my phone's cardio app, have the patient register on my phone. Then once they had a username and password, use that to get into the app on the iPad and then they could use it. Why would that be different? You, you can't know. even pinch out to zoom out or anything? It, it wouldn't, would, wouldn't do it. Uh, whatever. Yeah, we went around and around with that. But that, that's the solution is you have another unit that you can uh, just register them on. Maybe the doctor's phone. Oh, also for iOS users, which is most of them, please, when they register... Tell them to put in their first and last names. Otherwise, when the email comes, it says, you received an email from Ron. Well, we have two Rons. <laughs> and, and thankfully, we know their email addresses so we can tell who's who. But that could be a problem if patients aren't putting in their first and last names when they register for this. So we encourage them to do that. And then that, that kind of goes along with, you know, the whole registration process. You've seen how long it takes me to do that sometimes. It, it it's longer than for what we're getting paid for it. Yeah. So here's my solution. If we identify somebody who would benefit from CCM or RPM, excuse me, tell them all about it. Tell them the name of the cardio app. Tell them to go home, install it on their device and register with the first and last name. Android actually does first and last name. Oh, that's nice. And come back already registered. It'd go like that. That'd be nice. If, when they come back, if they're already registered. Do you yeah. think they would be competent enough to be able to do that? Or would they need help? Well, see, that's the thing. The ones that need the help with just the registration process, it's because they don't know their iTunes password. And I had, I, I have gone through that. I've had two patients that I reset their passwords, went into their emails on their device. And, you know, that's kind of a lot for the doctor to be getting into your email and doing all that on it your personal device. It seems a bit device. beneath you um, yeah. when you should be seeing patients. Well, it also seems a little uh, invasive for their, you know, personal information too. But, yeah. you know, we're helping them out. So uh, to a certain extent, I can see that it's a helpful thing. But when I had a patient who didn't even have an email app on his phone, which means there's no way to get that email without setting that up, that's where I drew the line Let's and said- it. 
either your wife does it for you or it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's the way it is. Uh, I'm sure that people listening have had their experience. Please share your experience with us uh, on the website at ccmpays.com. You can actually write comments on there. Okay, next we have uh, having the patients send their readings weekly. Initially, we're going with just, oh, just send it monthly. Well, how are you going to get 20 minutes if you just have one email come in? We're getting a lot of emails with just one reading on it. And so the lowest, highest, and average is all the same. So that, Well, that's the that's because I do it from the, the exam room when we first set it up. That's what that is. But I feel like I'm still getting, I feel are like still? I still see some people. It'll either have one or two, and it's just random days, not even like a week. <laughs> well, it could be they're just getting uh, used to doing it daily, which is why it's helpful to have the app able to do notifications so it reminds you. And you can set it in the settings how often to remind you. So that we'll work on that. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. But we will have them do it weekly. And that's what happened with me sending all of those to you yesterday was I was picking up the uh, the emails that have been coming in weekly, making a uh, phone message for them, documenting time, having you call them with, you know, whatever the conclusion was. Looks good. You know, it's sometimes all it is, but sometimes we're talking about adjusting their medicine a little bit. But if we do that, say weekly, that'd be like taking five minutes for me to look at it, you to call them and talk about it. That's 20 minutes. Yeah. Which now we can spend 20 minutes on CCM on that patient because we'll be talking about different stuff with the CCM. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, the company Cardio, maybe you remember the, right after we did our podcast last month, I found out that you could get Cardio Arms from Cardio on Amazon for $65 each. Wow. And I bought, I think, four of them. Well, then the next time I go back to buy some, they're $99. So now it makes sense that you would just go to our website, rpmpays.com, and pay pay for, uh, it's not the full price, because if you use the, um, what's what's the uh, coupon code? DRMark. Yeah. You get 10% off. So that's actually the most affordable way right now that I know of to get them. So I actually did it myself that that's way. That's pretty good. And so that would be $90 then. Not as good as when it was $75. So people should probably keep checking Amazon to see if it's that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that wraps it up for this month. That's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. So. so have a great time setting up RPM. Let us know how it's going. Uh, you can write to me at mark at vonmd.com. Until next time. Ian's trying to come up with a uh, little catchphrase that he logs off with. Stay in good health. You're stealing my line. (laughs) I have no blinds. See you next time. (laughs) 